All right. Uh, so, this is an offshoot of the Big Heads pod ha- podcast. I can't talk. So, uh, Big Heads podcast. Podcast. <laughs> podcast. Welcome, yeah. welcome. Did you uh, intro? Did you do it right? Did you no, tell everybody? This is not. all about comics, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting after it today. We're going to talk about comics. Trey and I, so... Hey, 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 quit talking so fucking loud, buddy. You're yelling at me. I'm, I'm letting people know what it's all about. So, here's here's the story, guys. Here's what happened. I I have not really been a huge person into comics. Um, like, I knew about them and all that stuff. And then TMNT, which the Turtles, have always, I've always been a fan of, right? They come out with this book called The Last Roman, right? So I end up going to get it and I read it and it just, it was like love at first sight, man. It, it dipped me into the world of comics. This whole, uh, the, the people, the, the shops, the excitement about the books, the, you know, the, uh, the 9.8s, the CGCs, all that stuff just wrapped up into one. And I, and I, and I got obsessed and I'm still obsessed. And then I started creeping to Trey. I said, Hey, Trey, remember, remember back in the day when you were obsessed with comics? Here, read this, buddy. Read this. Here's like a little, here's a little line of Canto. Here's a little line of Knock 'em Dead. And he, and he took, he took the sauce and now he's obsessed too. So part of the Big no, Head podcast. No, no, I relapse. I relapsed. Because, you relapsed. Yeah, cause I was addicted when I was younger and I had my collection. And then I was like, oh, I'm wasting too much money on this. It'll never be worth any money. And I'm just, becoming like crazy trying to keep up with all the different stories and I just gave it up. Yeah. See, my problem was with it is that like I never knew where to start with Marvel and DC. And then I was like, you know, there's like 30 different types of Batman and there's Thor and there's Iron Man and all this stuff. I never knew about like all these independent comics and stuff like that and what kind of great stories there were. Because if I'm, if like anybody listening now, if you're like me, like I get to a point where I watch the same thing over and over again on Netflix, the same thing on Hulu, all the streaming services. You know, I'm, I'm stuck in a rut basically when it comes to streaming stuff. And I, I need something new. I need a new exciting adventure and story. So then I started dipping my toe in some of these independent books like Something's Killing the Children or uh, Knock Them Dead after Aftershock or Booms. We only find them when they're dead. And man, it just from there, it just it spread like a fungus. I could I couldn't stop. I have to. I can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Bad boys for life. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. What's wrong with you? There's a lot wrong with me. So uh, Trey and I both decided that um, part of the big head umbrella of productions, we're gonna every now and again have a little podcast where we go over. Uh, some of our comic book adventures that we have together when we go out and hunt for certain key issues we want, um, what we're reading, what we picked up on new comic book day, stories we're excited about, and maybe even some things that we're specking about that might be TV shows or movies at some point. It wasn't so much as uh, we decided as much as O'Gara was like, man, you fuckers are getting on my nerves with the comic books. And, <laughs> and it's we, more or less like Trey was like, nope, we're doing it. <laughs> and then after that, uh, people are listening and like, wow, you guys just talk about, uh, comics a lot here lately. So. Yeah. So we, we, we figured let's branch off and do our, our own little thing here so we could not totally just bomb the other podcast with just comic book stuff all the time. So, um, what was it? So Wednesday, last Wednesday, what was it? April, uh, February, April, February fucking, 10th. You fucking time traveling there, buddy? Yeah. February 10th was new comic book day. So Everyone's Trey saying. and I, we, we met up at the shop. We picked up our new books. Now I, I hadn't been to the shop in two weeks, so I had a lot to pick up. A lot. So I don't know, Trey, do you want me to go through what I picked up or? You're not going to explain that every Wednesday is new comic book day for people well, that don't know? Well, if you're living under a rock, and I'm sure if there's people that are, what's it, comic book enthusiasts, every Wednesday is comic book day, except for DC. DC has to be special. They come out on a Tuesday. So I don't know when that started, but so every Wednesday, uh, the shops open up at 10 or 11 or 12 o'clock, 
right? Because comic book nerds, we like to sleep in, I guess. So we open up the shop at 12. Fucking annoys me. I know. It kills me. But it's kind of nice, though, how we got our thing set up now. So Trey and I, what we do is we go to our first shop, which opens up at 10 o'clock. And then, which I call a triangle, is you have back-to-back comics in Marietta, Georgia. And then you have Dr. Nose, which I think is still considered Marietta, Georgia. Yeah. And then uh, uh, No Escape Comics, which you haven't been to yet. So no. one day we're going to set aside. We're going to do this early, and we're going to head over there and uh, check their stock out as well. But they're within pretty much 15 minutes of each other. Well, so we, once we, the one, we always get caught up talking to John and Johnny. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you know, those guys are cool, and they're really informative, and they kind of, you know, they uh, – you know, they see that we caught the uh, the comic bug, and you relapse, so they're just trying to, like, ease us into it and be like, here, buy our stuff, make us rich. <laughs> so, and and we can't help but fall into the trap. Yeah, you essentially uh, <clears throat> gave a uh, recovering crackhead, correct? Yeah. It's kind of funny. It was like I figured I found these shops, and uh, the one shop is in an, an antique mall. So I went there to go check it out. I was like, I can't imagine this thing being all that great. You know, I, I went in there with very, very, very low expectations. And uh, I went into the Cobb Antique Mall, and I'm like, wow, this is really cool. There's all kinds of cool stuff, little booths set up with antiques that you can buy and stuff like that. And I found a comic book shop, and I started talking to the guys over there, and I saw what they had and, and how they're about and how they treat their customers. And now they are my LCS, which – for people getting into this or don't know what that is, it's abbreviation for a local comic shop. So we may, and we'll try to explain a lot of things that we've found along the way. I know I'm still kind of new to some of these things, but um, and Trey's been getting after it for a long time. But since he's a uh, recovering or reoccurring addict, um, he uh, he's like, "Ooh, look, new stuff. So pretty." So uh, yesterday was Wednesday. Went to the comic book shop. Trey and I met up there. Picked up my polls. Um, Trey, do you want me to go through what I picked up, or do you want to go, or what do you want to do? No, go ahead. All right. So first things first, I picked up uh, Knock 'Em Dead, which is from Aftershocks Comics. It's number three. Now the first two issues are really good. It's about a stand-up comedian gets into a car accident. Basically, kind of makes a deal with. Uh, like the devil, I guess you could say, and he comes back, and he's, like, really super funny. Now, I haven't got a chance to read number three yet because I was putting foot to ass last night trying to read a bunch of other things. Now, uh, the other book I picked up, Sea of Sorrows, number three. I read the first two issues. I have not got a chance to read this. I got involved with Sea of Sorrows because of Justin Birch, who does the lettering on this book. He is one of the co-hosts of Two Brothers Comics, one of my uh, one of my favorite shows right now that's helped me a lot uh, during my time getting into comics and stuff like that. And it's about a, uh, I guess, a, a group of, I don't know if you want to call them smugglers or, or uh, pirates or whatever we want to, I don't want pirates doesn't sound right, but basically a group of people that are going at, it's like based in world around World War One and the early 40s and 30s, I guess, and they're uh, going after this uh, submarine that crashed down in the middle of the ocean and uh, there's mermaids and there's gold and there's all kinds of like darkness. And uh, basically whatever was down in the water is now on the boat while they're trying to retrieve this gold and taking them off one by one. So it's definitely an interesting read. Definitely worth checking out. The other thing I picked up was Canto. Now, Canto is one of my favorites. This is the last issue of The Hollow Men, uh, number five. I finished it last night. And, man, it is, it's heating up. I can't wait until they just... It's becoming so popular that they just uh, ordered or the company IDW, um, which what's IDW? Is it Independent Writers? I don't know what the abbreviation means for that. I don't know. Oh, well, Canto is about a uh, clockwork knight, um, like a little tin man clockwork knight who uh, is a slave and, he, and his people are slaves and they're not allowed to love. They're not allowed to have names, um, and their their hearts are taken away by this guy called the Shrouded Man, right? And uh, it's a it's a it's a heartwarming story. I mean, you could read it to your kids. It's for adults. It's for anybody. That's what I love about it. But uh, they had the first series, and then they came out with Canto Two, and now I just finished that, and they ordered 
um, a miniseries called Kanto and the City of Giants, and then they're going to do Kanto 3 and possibly Kanto 4. And I have a uh, stinking suspicion that this is going to be a, um, a show, animated series someday. Um, the prices on these books have gone up astronomical. The, uh, if you could find a number one, 9.8 from the CGC, you're looking around, you know, $1,000. So, um, definitely worth it. checking out. What's that? Yeah, Trey, I, I get excited and I, I give Trey certain things and there were certain books that I pushed towards the guys when I started getting into this. And I was like, dude, you have to read this. This is good. And Canto was one of them. And Trey was kind of like, eh, you know, which broke my heart. A little not, bit. Okay, so I'm not a fan of the art. I don't like. It's not bad, but I don't really like it. And then the story was okay. I don't know. I felt like you hopped it up to be more than it was. So maybe I just didn't en- enjoyed the story because it's it's simplified. It's not like anything crazy that you have to like research anything. You know. And and the funny thing is, it's like the guy who wrote it is a lawyer by day. And the, and the other guy that drew it, he's just, you know, he's fresh out of college and, um, you know, it's kind of like the, the whole thing, like you and your buddy get together and I'm like, man, we're going to make a movie or we're going to make a, a comic book or something like that. But these guys actually went and did it. So I'm like, okay, that's pretty solid. Um, let's see. Yeah. So what else do I have? What else did I pick up? I picked up Scout's Honor number two. I read the first one. Really good. Um, by David Pipos and Lucas Kala, I can't even pronounce his last name. Essentially, it's a dystopian future, and this group of people find a, a Boy Scout manual, and they basically, that's their Bible now. They live and breathe by that, you know, and, uh, it, it's pretty solid. It's a good book. I, I picked it up because I'm a, I'm a former I'm Eagle Scout, so I'm like, you're an Eagle Scout. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, like anything close to home like that, I have to read. Um, I picked up this new book called Orcs. I just finished that last night. Oh, um, it, it's pretty, it, it's, it's interest. It's, it's funny. It's nothing crazy. It's a, it's a fun read. Um, it's about a bunch of orcs that are going on a mission to go find some gold and then they get attacked by these squirrels and, uh, <laughs> squirrels. Yeah. They're like these evil squirrels in a tree. And at the same time, there's like some, some elves and they're, they're walking by. And the one, the one guy, <clears throat> he's talking like all like Renaissance wise, dost thou hear that noise in thy tree? And his other elf friends like, dude, why are you talking like that? You know, he's like, it just sounds proper. And he's like, this is why you're not on guard duty. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just, it's just kind of funny. It, it, it's a cute little thing. I'm definitely going to check out issue number two to see where the story goes, but so far I'm into it. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I picked up. I picked up the series I Walk With Monsters. I have not read that yet, but I'm really looking forward to checking that out because I've heard some positive things about it. But the big book that came out this week, and Trey, I believe, picked it up as well, is uh, Radiant Black. Yes. Yes. So I think, let me say, oh, I picked up my Strange Academy, which if you are, that's probably the most that I'll go into Marvel is Strange Academy and Thor. I am really digging that series. Strange Academy is like Hogwarts meets the the Marvel Universe, basically. So the characters are great. Everybody in there is awesome. There's like a lot of little cool cameos in there, like Spider-Man, Thor shows up, stuff like that. Doctor Strange, obviously. Strange Academy and the Scarlet Witch. So, all right, Trey, what would you pick up, buddy? Hmm. Uh, I don't even remember. It's all became a blur recently. Like, did you already take a Unison? No, I'm not taking it today. Um, so Radiant Black, I've got it in a couple of different variant covers. Homesick Pilots number three. Uh, I heard the third one really picks up. It doesn't, man. Like, the, oh, you read it already? Yeah. Uh, that series is bothering me. Like, it's giving me just enough to make me want to follow it, but. <laughs> It's like it, each each issue's been like anticlimactic. Uh, like the second issue, the chick is a ghost at that point, and she goes looking for a haunted go uh, haunted horseshoe, and she gets there, and it's like 
supposed to be a lucky horseshoe, but it's not really lucky. It's kind of unlucky. And it fuses with the person, and you think, oh, that's very cool. It's a cool-looking ghost robot thing. It's going to be a cool battle. No, and the next page is over. So when you were explaining the premise behind homesick pilot, homesick pilots to me, I was like, whoever wrote this was definitely on LSD or some kind of like, even when you read the, uh, like the cover or whatever, like the synopsis to it, uh-huh. it's like, it, what is it? It says like in a house walks across the road or something like that. I was like, what the fuck is this about? Like, I love how they give you just enough to intrigue you. you yeah, know? that's, uh, I'm subscribed to it because I want to see what happens, but at the same time, I feel like it's just taking way too long. Uh, this one, like it, it's something about the house. It either kills people or that's where people's spirits go after they die and like they're haunting weird things. I don't know. I can't figure it out. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies is Monster House. I love that movie, that animated movie. It was alright. Ah, see, this is why you're so negative, man. I'm negative. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's alright. It's okay. It's not the greatest, but it'll do. Um, I got that, and I've got the Future State Teen Titans, the second one, because I used to love the Teen Titans uh, cartoon that came on. Not Teen Titans Go. That one's ridiculous, but they had created the character Red X, which was, uh, everybody thinks it, or <clears throat> it was an alternate thing for Robin, but mm-hmm. they brought him into the Teen Titans thing in the future state. So, but Robin is already there as Nightwing. So I was like, oh, cool. And you think they're going to show you who he is in the second book, but they don't. So DC kind of like halted everything that they were doing at one point, and they started this whole new line called Future State. There's a different Batman, there's a different Wonder Woman, Swamp Thing. Everything's all kind of changed, and they've taken a completely new direction yes, of what and, they're doing. Yes, I know, because it's it's what happened after... Uh, Death Metal, yeah. I believe it is. Yep. Yeah. See, I, 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 the only thing I've watched on DC so far is probably that... The new Batman book, because I was like specking pretty hard that that might be worth something one day. So always good to get a number one. First appearances are really popular, you know, and then there's always that debate over first appearances. You know, is it a cameo considered that or is it an actual just their book? You know, the old Hulk 181 and Hulk 180 debate, as people say. I didn't realize how bad that was debated. Like it's that not, whole. It's not you lie. That's not I, I'm not lying. I'm it's not, not lying. Not I said it. It's true. Uh, let's see. What else did I get? Um, it was a lot week for me. Like I, I've slowed down a little bit. But then you slowed down a little bit because most of your stuff is coming in the mail. <laughs> You've already ordered it. I like how you say you're having a slow week. There's no slow week with you, buddy. You've already basically filled up a short box worth of stuff. It's just like. Oh my god! In a matter of months, In like I month. go over his house and like he's he's literally has stacks of comic books on there, and his wife's or his soon to be wife is like, yeah, he's obsessed. He's in it. Yeah, uh, what is it? A short box holds like eighty to one hundred and thirty comics, I think, and I pretty much already have one filled up in just a month. So, um, so the level of of obsession, right, has brought Trey to the point where. You know, like where there's certain things in life you don't want to do, but like you know you like you have to do it. So one of them was like he wanted to get his old comic book collection from his ex-wife's parents' house, right? But he's been putting it off for how many years? Uh, five, six years. Yeah, five or six years, and then he bites the bug of the comics again, and ends up being like, okay, I'm gonna go there and get it. It, it was man, I made it. It was good. Like It wasn't as bad as you thought it would be. Well, I didn't think it was going to be bad. I just didn't want like it to cause issues because of my ex-wife like being like, Mah! Fuck that bitch. Um, so, and then you had went to Florida and brought me back some of 
permissive yeah, issues. I just or? I just want so right now Trey and I are both uh we both have certain uh collections or piece or our PCs that um are runs that we're trying to complete, right? And one of Trey's that he's working on right is Donnie Cates's Venom series. And there are certain key issues that and that that first run is number what was it three? Three is and the num- first appearance of Noel, and then nine is the first appearance of Dylan Brock. Who Dylan Brock. So right Brock's now, M- Marvel is doing this whole series on the King in Black, and they're doing all these tie-ins with all the different heroes like the Gwenum and uh, Vars Carnage, which is Mary Jane. Uh, Thor's in there. They have all- Namor just recently dropped one. The Black Knight, I believe, just had uh, his first issue, and it all revolves around Null. And I don't, I haven't read the series. Uh, I just have like bits and pieces of it. But um, so that number nine is like a big book. Like it's pretty, pretty pricey. Like what is it? Like it's up to seventy-five dollars or a hundred. Yeah, between seventy and one hundred and forty. Yeah. So I, uh, when I went on vacation last week, I, I scoped out all the local comic book shops. So the first one I went to was 9.9 Comics in Melbourne, Florida. Uh, I gotta give, if Matt is listening, I gotta give you props, man, because he hooked me up with that number nine for Trey for cover price, meaning I paid for a book that is valued at 75 to $100 right now. I paid $3.99 for it. That is unheard of. $3.99. $3.99. Three fitter, right? Um, Really cool guy. Uh, he hooked me up with some exclusives down there, some uh, store variant covers, which will explain, you know, certain stores have uh, they could pay a certain amount of money and they can have a variant cover set for their store. It's pretty cool. But we'll get into that as the shows go on. And we'll talk about certain variant covers. I actually picked up one for Crossover, which is another Donny Cates book. Um, I what do you, have you read that yet, man? Have you? Uh, yeah, I'm up to date on. Also. Are you up to date on that? What do you think of that series so far? Because I'm getting mixed reviews. Uh, I like it. I mean, so, if anybody hasn't read it before or is kind of curious, so essentially, um, I think it's in Colorado, right? Uh, somewhere like that. Yeah, it's like a a bubble or a force field or some no, kind of weird. No, the the comic book people start coming out of the comics in one of. The heroes from uh, oh, comic that's what, books, he he tries to encapsulate the chaos that they're all making in a like force field dome. That's that's what it is. Now they don't have the rights to all the heroes, but there are um, like distant views in the comic. Like you may you Silhouette, can make, silhouettes, of, silhouettes. Yes, like oh, that looks like Wonder Woman, and that looks like Thing, and is that Batman in there, and stuff like that. So, like, all the superheroes come out into the real world, and then just chaos ensues from there. But, you know, so. like, what what gets me is I don't know why they don't use... Well, they have Spawn on the one cover, but I don't know why they don't use heroes that are owned by Image. Like, Spawn, for example. Like, they just had his cape in one of his gauntlets in one of the frames. I mean, they may use him down the down the road. But they did use the, what is it, the, the Revenger? No, I can't remember what the hell they're called. There was one group that came in. Um, oh no, I'm not up to date because I didn't read the third one. Uh, with oh, the, never mind. The, I don't want to ruin it for you then. With, never mind. With the Gundam on the front. Yeah, I'm not up to date. My bad. Yeah, there, there's a group that is in one of the other comics or something like that that comes across on there. So, um, but yeah, it's a good series. It's definitely worth checking out. I, I didn't buy the books. I bought it digitally. So what I've been doing is like, there's certain books that I definitely want to keep for my spec. And I'm, and when I say spec for people listening, when I say that is I'm speculating that this book one day is going to be worth money. Because if you're thinking about like, you may say comic books are nerdy and stuff like that, but I like to use this example. Walking Dead. Walking Dead, it was a huge TV show. It helped form this whole genre of zombies and stuff like that. But that was based off a comic by Robert Kirkman. And that number one issue at a 9.8 is like what? Thousands. Thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's going for crazy amounts, right? Some of the best shows out there are based off of comics. Movies, I mean, look at it, where it all starts. This whole 
Infinity Gauntlet series that we have with the Marvel movies that started from comics. So it's good to get yourself on the ground floor of some of these things and then one day maybe make a profit on it. Or if not, pass it down to your kids and they sell it and then they make a profit on it, you know? I've been uh, I've been fortunate enough to get a couple of good finds going through uh, back stock. Yeah, and it's cool because Trey and I have kind of joined forces and kind of been helping each other out, finding stuff and tracking things down that we've been looking for. And to tell you the truth, it's a lot of fun, man. It's you know you get out there, you're digging through boxes, hunting for key issues that you want, and you know if you get a good price on them, yeah. So, um, but man. What's annoying now, though, is like uh, the one Dr. Knows, you know, we went in there and I was looking through the Iron Man stuff because they're going to have either an Ironheart show or they're doing something with her in a movie. Ironheart is just a little backstory is Riri Williams, who was she's basically a young genius and she comes into the possession of an Iron Man suit, one of Tony Stark's uh, older models, and she's messing around with it. And Tony, something ends up happening to him, and she kind of takes over as an Iron Man mantle. But I was going through their stuff, and we, I found the number one, which was a variant, the action figure variant, which was pretty cool. And then you got the Scotty Young number one variant which i'm stoked about i might yeah. send it off to the cgc to get graded and then i got issue two and three and like we got them off like what we spent like five a piece on each of those yeah basically and that was like three weeks ago and then i went back we went back yesterday and they had went through their iron man box and they had marked up the price on all the Iron Man stuff, so it was like they didn't know what they had over there until we started going through it. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, let's go and mark all this shit up now. Yeah. Like I, don't know how, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm a little like, eh. Like, I understand, like, you know, they're brick-and-mortar places, and they have to compete and stuff like that, and they have to stay on top of that shit. But, like, they already, like, with their variance covers alone, they may, I'm, I'm thinking they're making money in retailer incentive books, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Cause like, I understand like people trying to make a living, but holy crap, you know, wow. You already marked up the stuff from like, what was it? $3 to like 10 or. Oh yeah, man. Something like, what was it? The other Scotty Young, it was in there for five. So it was like a dollar and some change more than it was for cover price. Uh-huh. But then like when we went back yesterday, it was 30. Mm-hmm. So holy crap. Yeah. I didn't pay 30 for that one. Nope. Um, so one of the big things we were going to talk about today. Oh, one thing I do want to talk about it and uh, is something's killing the children. That is one of the books that definitely got me stoked that, about the independent books. That's the one that you've been able to give me that I thought was pretty good. Yeah. I yeah, There was like a slew of books that I threw at Trey and I'm like, I really think this is good. Check this out. It's worth your time. And Something's Killing the Children is pretty solid. Now, I don't know how to really explain that one other than that, other than the title itself, but essentially the main character is this girl called Erica Slaughter, right? And, uh. That's a cool last name. Yeah, you know, so one of the shows I was watching, they were talking about it, and, you know, obviously, uh, Boom, which is the company the, that does Something's Killing the Children and, they're uh, some of the other uh, what's it once in future they signed a deal with Netflix so a lot of people are saying that positively thinking that something killing the children is going to be a show on Netflix which I can't wait for it to be but they were talking about it and I said I asked the question I said well who do you think would play Erica Slaughter I know, and, who, uh, I know who I want and 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 I'll tell you who I thought and I never thought I'd pick her but I think she could pull it off. Is Kelly Coco or Cuco or however you say her last name from Big, Big Bang Theory? Yeah, no. You know who I want? Who? Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wait, now I feel like I have to go look that up real quick to see her name. Oh, Anna Ferris. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Because she's got the big eyes and she's. Yeah, you know what? She might be able to do that. I don't know. But it hard. Yeah. I don't know. They gotta get. But anyway, for people who don't know anything about something's killing the children, essentially it's based around the main character, Erica Slaughter. Now she is part of a, I guess, a secret society. I guess you want to say that. Yeah. Of uh, people that hunt down monsters that are um, come into existence out of stories made up by children and stuff like that. There's this whole slew of different, I guess, uh, members in the society, and they all wear different masks. And they're part of di- like different houses. Kind of. Yeah, different houses basically. And she's part of House Slaughter, which their mask is black, and they have like teeth across it, and then there's white with teeth across it and blue. And she carries around this stuffed little octopus. And evidently there's a demon trapped inside of it or one of the monsters that caused her some issues back in the day. So I don't want to give away too much, but um, it's a solid series. Everybody I've given it to so far has said nothing but positive things about it. And those issues, like, hell, man, the first run, the first run, some of them are you can't even find right now. Um, they're, they're hitting in the high hundreds already, but it's a solid series. If you can download it digitally or check it out, I, it is worth your time. I tell you that. And so is Kanto. No, Kanto. I, I will, I will live and breathe and die by the sword on Kanto. Kanto's not that good. That, I read that book and I essentially get choked up. Like, I'm like, yes, cause it's me, a courageous, naive little dummy. Yeah, so, you, you would dummy. That book ain't yeah. that good. So, Radiant Black, that's the big book that came out this week. They had, I don't even know how many variant covers there are out there. They, I, I lost track, man. Like, uh, So, I think we're up to J on the normal image release variants. Really? Jesus. I, I think it's J. And then you have the 1 in 10, the 1 in 25, and the 1 8 in 80 uh, incentives. And Damn. Then, and that's just all of, like the normal ones, not not including all the like uh, random store variants and stuff that they've done. Yeah. Um. So Radiant Black is done by Kyle Higgins and Marcelo Costa. Costa. Becca Carey. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Yeah, Kyle Higgins, I believe, is the one that does the Power Ranger books. Yeah. He, right. Yeah. Yeah, and. So if you look at the cover, it's definitely Black Ranger-esque vibe. Uh, to me, it kind of has like Power Ranger vibes, but at the same time, it kind of has more like, a, I don't know, like a Ultraman kind of thing too. It's just, I don't know. But it does have some strong Power Ranger. Well, the, the one in... The one in 50, that it's the homage, homage, however you want to say it, to the very, pop, the very popular uh, Power Ranger covers where it was just them holding their helmets. Mm-hmm. That that was the one that Dr. Nose had for 80. Jesus. Um, so, I read it. What do you think? What are your thoughts? I like it. It's, uh, it's a solid start. I feel like he did a good job of making it very personable to the demographic, which is reading comics because it starts off with the first panel or it's a full page. The first page is an iPhone and it has his account stuff pulled up and his checking is $46 and 98 cents. And below it, it has his credit card, which is in the red of negative. It's like- Thirty-eight thousand or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's almost thirty thirty-nine thousand. Oh, it's thirty-nine. Okay, yeah, that's right. That is thirty-eight thousand four hundred eighty-six dollars, and he's trying to get a loan to try to pay off his debt. So, what's his what's his first name again? It's it's Burnett. His last name is Burnett. I got it in front of me. I'm trying to look at it. Let's see, uh, I don't know. Do they even mention his first name? I'm sure they do. Yeah, they do. I read it last time. So yeah, so essentially he uh he's a failed writer, he's uh bank account is terrible, he can't get a loan. He's Ubering. He's Uber yeah, he's Ubering. Um he's just having a complete breakdown in LA, so he decides to move back home. Nathan he needs to, what's that? His name's Nathan. 
Nathan, Nathan Burnett, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a superhero name for you right there. Um, <clears throat> essentially, he comes home, he's living with his parents, and one of his old, I guess, uh, high school buddies shows up, and he's kind of like a, he kind of reminded me of you a little bit, but mixed with me. Like, you know, the, the digs, but like, he says like shit wrong. So I was like, hey man, that's me and Trey if we're combined together. Yeah. So, um, Essentially, they go out and they uh, they go drinking and they come and they come across this, I guess this like little it, it looks floating like, it black looks, hole. Yeah, it looks like a black hole. And uh, I guess like in all other superhero stories, somebody's got to touch it, you know. And it's like, ooh, what 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 do we do in those instances? We put our finger in it or we taste it. We like do things we're right, not man. supposed to. So so I just had an idea. One, whenever we finally get together and I quit being. Uh, a, a, a crazy person and are you jacking off on the no 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 I was I was putting the I was putting the book back in the cover there so <laughs> I was like let so, it go down easy yeah it sounded like you were letting it go down easy it sounded like you were fapping I'm um, so good oh, I love comics <laughs> but uh if I can ever quit being crazy and we actually do a comic it would be cool to do a hero one and like on the news have like a guy be like yeah I saw that, and I was like, "No, sir, I'm not fucking touching that. That's bad business." <laughs> Why is it in every comic thing? Like they always have, like somebody has to touch it. Like in in Thor, right? When the hammer drops, like there's like a whole group of people trying to lift the hammer up. Like nobody thinks of radiation. Like you just had like something drop out of the sky. Like you know, maybe maybe you might burn from it. Power Rangers, it happened. I mean, how many how many times have we been? In this case before, you know, you never see the real ones where they touch it and they just instantly die. And it's like metal or something like that. <laughs> the, I would say, like, I don't know the the issue, but I think it was a what if thing for Spider-Man. Yeah. But the most real thing I've ever seen is they touched on how after Peter was bitten by the spider, he was like radioactive. You know, he's radioactive Spider-Man. He's he, his semen had been given Mary Jane cancer over the years. Are you serious? Yeah. God, Peter, you couldn't bag it up a little bit? (laughs) Save that redhead some fucking trouble? So, like, she dies from cancer from his radioactive semen. God. (laughs) I feel like that's that's the, the realest that... They've ever had as far as. Well, how about the realist is like you get bit by a spider and then he fucking just swells up and he's in the hospital and gets antibiotics. The end. You know? (laughs) That's the story, folks. That's it. No. Yeah, but so it's a pretty cool story. Um, like, like some of the other reviews I've heard about it so far. Um, it's like it's an origin story. Um, it's interesting. The only thing though, and, and spoilers, and I'm not sure about this, so Trey, maybe you can explain. So at the end of it, is that him? No, it's Radiant Red. Okay, so there's another. Did you did you not read like the synopsis of the book that uh, it it's created by a group and his whole thing is going to be? I don't know how that one got. I didn't read the synopsis. Obviously, I just opened up the book and I was just like, okay, let me check this out. So, so. the power Radiant. Uh, I don't know how many there are, but that's Radiant Red at the end. Uh, and the second one, like if you look, it has pictures of them fighting. So, um, I don't know if they created it, the power radiant or whatever, but the story is going to be based around like them coming for him trying to get back their power. Okay. So essentially there's the red ranger and the black ranger at this point. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if I want to go so much like, yeah, he kind of looks like a Power Ranger, but to me, it has more of a Green Lantern vibe. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, with the power that comes down and stuff like that. So, okay, that's what it is. So, at the end of the book, and there's just spoilers, people. The end of the book, somebody's robbing a bank, similar suit as the guy that Nathan is wearing, but there's red on the outside, radiant red, obviously. Yeah, uh, he has accents of blue, and that guy has accents of red. But okay. the, the primary color of the suits are black. Okay. Makes sense. So I guess we'll see where that goes from there. 
um, it, it, it was enough. I'm interested. I hit subscribe on my, uh, previews world. So I'm ready to go with the next issue and we'll see where we go from there. But I liked it. Did you see in the back it has? Oh, the one thing I thought was kind of funny and I took a picture of it and I was going to send it to you. But in the book, like after he gets the suit and he touches the, the little glowing orb and stuff like that and he feels like I'm going to throw up and yeah. like, there's a little mouth. There's like a little mouth. Like he says, is there a mouth in there? And he just starts puking out of it and he's like, it, you know, cause it doesn't look like there's a mouth at all. No. And then it just, I guess it just, the puke just starts coming out of the front of his helmet. Like, I feel like that would be a good, uh, funny. Oh, yeah. Like, if it was a, a TV show, like, all of a sudden, like, a little mouth just goes, Meh. Well, there was that one movie where that kid, um, gets that suit. He was the kid that was in Radio Flyer, and he was the one that was in Jurassic Park, the little, the little kid. Uh, um, he gets some kind of, like, alien power suit, and he gets stuck in it. And he goes to his, like, teacher's house, and he's having trouble. And, and she, like, I guess helps him, like, remove the cod piece so he could go pee, you know? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it, it's something stupid. I think it was, like, Star Kid or something like that. I can't remember. But in the back on the page where, like, they give, like, little bits of info and stuff, it's called blackmail in this one. Uh mm-hmm. Like it tells you, Radiant Black was started when I was on Power Rangers, not directly, mind you, but certainly in spirit, like a lot of ideas, yada, yada, yada. It tells you like where he got his idea for the comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the back of that, there's one called Dragon Girl Red, Kickstarter launching in March. I saw that. And it looks like a, another Power Ranger thing. Jeez. I'm telling you, man, it's all it, very Power Ranger-esque vibe to it. So I wonder if there'll be a radiant blue and a radiant yellow, and then there'll be a TV show where there's an Asian girl in a in a radiant yellow, and a black guy in a radiant black. No, they can't do that now. It's not the nineties anymore. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know. I thought I thought it was interesting. It's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It looks pretty cool. I'd say you're pretty one of a kind. Next, better off red. Yeah. I like it. It looks pretty cool. Kind of reminded me of Tron a little bit, like the, the Tron-esque type look. We'll make a drinking like the game. The Tron? What's we'll, that? We'll make a drinking game every time you turn a word into an esque. Risk. <laughs> yeah, so that's essentially one of the biggest ones there, one of the big books this week that we were both kind of excited to check out and read. So I do have three more books I have to read today. I want to get done, but uh, I'm stoked about it. I can't wait because I was excited. I came back home after that little comic book adventure down in Florida, and I came back with all these exciting comics to give Trey, even a store exclusive variant cover for crossover. I, I gave him too. I thought that was pretty cool, man. Yeah. I didn't realize what that was. You know, I, I spent like all night looking at it. Um, looking online trying to figure out what what the hell it was and then I went to the shop the next day because it was bothering me I was like man maybe that's something and they said yeah it's a store exclusive so I dig it yeah um I, probably that was that that was like a shining moment in your recent uh comic adventures but let's go back a little bit to what kind of made us want to start doing a like monthly or weekly Bible? We don't know how this is going to go, but uh, comic book thing. We went down to Fayetteville, Georgia. Do we want to say? Do we want to say the name of the comic book shop? Yeah, fuck it, why not? Okay. We went, we went down to it's called Dave's Comics. Yeah. Because we've heard we've heard like he has like a lot of comics. It's Got a lot of good hidden gems. It was like, let's go check it out. We, we're both, uh, off today. So a we, lot of the, a lot of the people that have been doing, like, or that some of the comic book shops that were local to us, and even that Two Brothers comics that I watch, and I think Trey watches every now and again, yeah. um, they mention this comic book shop in Fayetteville. Now this is a bit of a drive for us. It's like, it's over an hour or so, yeah. you know, and, uh, 
the shifts that Trey and I work, it's it's kind of difficult for us to both get down there because the place opens up at 12 and it's not enough time for me to go to work at three. And uh, and he and Trey works midnight. So, you know, he needs to sleep at some point in the day. So uh, but we both were off and we decided to go on a comic book adventure and check out Dave's comics, comic books and collectibles. I believe it is. Yeah. So go ahead, Trey. So we walk in and we're both kind of overwhelmed because there's just shit everywhere. And like, I, I don't, I'm not just like, every, like it was everywhere. Like I didn't, I, I, I didn't understand any of it because you walk in and like no lie, there was just like cardboard boxes turned over on their side and like comics just spilling out of them. And then yeah, that was in. right by the front door too. It was like, yeah, we don't give a fuck about this. Yeah, like, <laughs> who has like a key issue in there, like a fucking TMNT number one, you know, like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. And then you walk around the corner and there's just these tables full of short boxes. And then you look on the walls and there's all these sign fucking comics. And then there's counters and there's just comics thrown all over the counters and piles. And It's essentially like if you want like an episode of Hoarders, but with comic books. And you know, it really was. And then and there's so, a bowling shop attached to it, which I just like, OK, you know what I mean? Like, you don't you don't put that together. You're like, yeah, comics and collectibles and get a bowling ball while you're at it. You know, um, <laughs> you want some bowling shoes? We have those, too. We got I guess you got to diversify in that market. Surprised we wouldn't get hair, given haircuts around the corner. Yeah. The other one has like a nail salon in it. So but, like. We're walking around and we're just kind of like whispering each other, like, man, where do we go first? Like, I don't know. It, like, can we look at that stuff? Is that somebody's stuff? It's on the counter. There's just piles of shit on the counter. And like, we, we, we're kind of like sharks. We just circle the store a couple of times. We walk through all the, uh, yeah, we did like a, a walkthrough and I was like, I'm like, man, I don't even know where to start because nothing is in order. There's no signs that says like Thor here, uh, anything like it doesn't say like anything is in this spot like there's one section that has all the collectible figures the other side has uh all the comic books i don't know what you just did but you got extremely loud sorry there we go i'm back in yeah um so as we're walking around cj finally gets up the nerve to talk to the the one guy that just looks like he doesn't want to be bothered really he's like hey uh, so we're I was looking, super chipper too. I was, I was as nice as nice can be to this guy. We're looking for the, uh, we're looking for some Venom and we're looking for some Ninja Turtles. Uh, where do we start? What the guy say? Uh, good luck. Or good luck. Yeah. I was like, okay, I appreciate it, man. That was really helpful. Like how, how are things organized? If you figure it out, let me know. <laughs> like this guy was just the epitome of like, I hate my life. I'm in my late fifties, late sixties, divorced, paying alimony, child support. I live in a, in a 100 square feet bedroom with a sick what? fucking cat, you know, and he just was Wait, hating life. Way to paint a picture there, but what? I'm what? telling you, man. And he, uh, he, you know, so essentially like we started going through all these boxes and none of it was in order. None of it's priced. I'm like, man, I, I mean, it, it, I started finding order. So, like, it was it was kind of alphabetical, but you would have to like go around the table and it would change the order. Dude, it was alphabetical if you're a dyslexic. That's like. Well, I mean, I started figuring it out, but like, you had Marvel mixed with DC, mixed with independent stuff, and like you had bronze era stuff mixed with silver and it was just and then like what bothered me is it would just be like batman and there are so many different things of batman and then you would just have spider-man and there were so many things of spider-man so like i I started getting overwhelmed i started having like fomo and i was just like man like let me go back through this box again let me go back through this box again let me go back through this box again and I was like, I was developing OCD or something. Like, what, what was that movie? Uh, the Aviator with How- Howard Hughes. Show me the blueprints. Show me the blueprints. <laughs> like, we were on the verge of you like walking me out. Like, look through the short boxes. Look through. The- <laughs> yeah, it. 
it was rough. I mean, like, and you know, the, I give it to the guy. Like, we found out some backstory on him. Evidently, he, he does very well in shows. Like, he goes to all the comic book conventions, and that's where he makes his money. Because, like, in this place, like, dude, it, there was things everywhere. Like, I, I can't express, like, when I say everywhere, everywhere. And, and there was no order to it. There, Like, maybe there was some organization, but nothing's priced. So you don't know how much. And then... You know, I finally find all the stuff I'm looking for because I'm looking for turtle books. You know, I'm I'm trying to complete my IDW Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle run, and uh, I'm finding key issues that I want. And I'm like, man, this book right here, this is normally like a hundred and something dollars. I'm like, there's no price on it. I wonder how much. So I give him like a stack of books, you know, and I know there's some key ones in there. One's gonna be like two hundred, another one's gonna be a hundred, and I'm like, man, I don't want to spend that, but I want to see what he's gonna say. He's like, yeah, just give me 60 bucks for all this. And I was like, whoa. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you, you skip the step where he's like, yeah, you want some prices on that? And you're like, yeah. And he walks off to the back room for like. Oh, yeah. He walks to the back room and I'm like, okay, you're not going to like just put like a little sticker thing on or something like that. And I'm like, is he going back there looking all these books up to see how much they're worth on eBay and then comes back with a price? I'm like, that's bullshit. I don't want to do that. Fuck that noise. So I, I think he just got tired or bored. And he just started looking at them, and he's like, "Yeah, fuck it." So then he comes back and just says sixty dollars, and I'm like, "Okay, that's I'm cool with that," you know. But but it, it, I don't know, man. It just I feel like people could go in there and really uh, pull one over on him because it's just so unorganized, and you've got the one guy that's just kind of like, "Man, I just come here for a paycheck." And like when I went up there after he priced mine, I was like, "Yeah," he said. uh 20 on this one and then 20% off on everything else. And he's just like, didn't even bat an eye. He's like, okay. And started like just putting the stuff in. And I was like, did I say 20? I meant everything's half off. And he yeah. said, I could like just go randomly pull other things for half off. You said like $8 for the whole batch. <laughs> yeah. You got 37 bucks here, $8. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, it's interesting. It was one of the more, uh, crazier shops that I've been to, other than the one that if you listen to the Big Head podcast, there's, uh. Yeah, go ahead what, and tell that story, cause you, I, I still haven't went to that place with you, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I, I got, I, I was, I started looking at local comic book shops around my area, right? And I found one, and it, it it's above an insurance, uh, building. And, it was weird because it's not like the, it, it's like a, the, I guess they do a lot of we sell on eBay type stuff. And I walk in there and I'm like, there's no signs that say comic book shop this way. And then like, I see somebody walking in a polo that works for the insurance agent and said, I'm looking for the comic book shop. I said, yeah, it's upstairs in that door right there. And the keys are in the door. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of interesting. And it's not like a regular door. It looks like a door to a closet. So I'm like, this is really weird. Like, I've never, I don't know what the hell's going on. So I open it up, and there's just stairs to Narnia, basically. And I go up there, and it's a comic book, like, there's com- it's a comic book shop, but it's just completely loaded with long boxes everywhere, and there's shit everywhere just out of, I, I have no idea. There's nobody there. I'm, I'm, I'm calling the number to the shop. I'm calling the owner. I'm calling his wife. I'm doing all these things to, like, get in touch with these people. Because I'm like, hey, I'm in your shop right now. I don't want to, you know, um, I don't want to kind of like sit there and be like, okay, uh, them come in and be like, what the fuck are you doing in here? Get out of here, you thief. You know, like I just came here to look around. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like when you're playing one of the Elder Scroll games and you touch something, put that down, thief. <laughs> and then I'm yeah. Playing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like okay. Out of town. It, it's just, it was just odd because I'm like, all right. And then, you know, that was the infamous, like I find the first, the third print of the first book of the uh, TM, TMNT. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. I want this book. And I was holding it in my hands. I'm like, dude, this is like a, a $600 book. So, um, and then I couldn't get a hold of them. And I was like, man, I could just walk out with this right now. And, and, and you nothing, did. None, and, I, and I didn't. <laughs> which would which would have been a great story if I did. But, man, my, my guilt and my... Uh, I would have been like, no. I'm like, what would the turtles do? Would they take this book? No, they wouldn't. They'd put it back and they'd clean this place up. You're such a such a dweeb. <laughs> it's so funny though, because like I walked around his entire place, like I was in his office and I was looking at all his cool shit. I went in his little break room in there and I looked in the fridge. I was like, ah, oh, I wonder if he's got anything to eat, you know? <laughs> but yeah, that was a, that was an interesting story. If you ever get a chance, listen to the 
it's uh, one of the big head, uh, big head podcast episodes. Uh, I explain the whole story um, about finding that shop and everything that went along with it. It was just freaking crazy, but and, yeah. But didn't you didn't you say that uh, you like found them on Facebook and you kept trying to contact the guy? Cause yeah, you, well, you know what it was is I found that issue and. I was like, man, I, I went online, I checked his uh, his Facebook, I found his wife's Facebook, I sent him messages, her messages, I called him. Um, I, I did everything I could to get in touch with these people, and, and they wouldn't pick, and I'm like, man, you're basically leaving your store, like, and it's not even a store, I don't even want to say it's a store, it's like an abandoned office, uh, yeah, that's what it is, it's an abandoned office with a shit ton of long boxes in it, and like one desk. And it's like, I'm like, okay, you know, you have all these like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of comics just laying around here with the door, basically with the keys in the door and anybody can walk up here and just take your shit. It's the, dude, I just thought about it. It's the perfect fucking crime. They have, they've got insurance on all that shit and it's in an insurance fucking building. They're like, where could it be safer? It's in the insurance building. Insurance building. It's completely insured. So they leave it like that so that people come up and steal their shit and they're like, oh no, you have to pay us money now because it was stolen. See, I want to, I want to paint a picture for the people listening, right? Picture your house, right? And then the attic. And, and that's where the little, that's where your, that little comic place is, is up there. And there was like, it, it's like a band, it, dude, it honestly looked abandoned. It looked like, um, what, what is it? The, uh, shit, what is it? In the Bible, what is it called? Oh, where everybody disappears. Revelations. Revelations. Yeah. Everybody just disappeared or there was like a zombie apocalypse and they just left everything where it was at. And I was like, maybe I'll just hang out for a little bit and see when they come back from break. And I'll just be sitting in here like, hey, what's going on? You know, <laughs> I was like, but yeah, that was that was an ordeal in itself. But yeah, so we're we're going to uh, we'll, we're going to start doing more of these like where we can. It's kind of like a. Uh, let me go through it. Um, we're going to do more of these where we kind of go about our comic book adventures, some of the spec issues that we're specking on. Uh, definitely anything that we tell you to check out, it's worth your time. Like Canto, again. <laughs> um, what's what's that one that I got that I haven't read yet? Uh, Deep Sea. Uh, it's the image book. It's got the octopus on the front. Oh, uh, Beyond the Sea or Beyond the Stars or something like that? Something like that. i got to read that one. That one looks pretty good. Um, oh, you know, oh, that was the other thing, man. I so our co-host, oh James, said, told us about um, a book called Die, D I E. Now this book, man, I, I so I went and picked up the trade, and I read the first five issues, and I, I, I it was awesome. I went the very next day and I picked up the tra- the next trade. And I and I read it in one day, and I'm already sitting here getting the itch because I want to know what happens. So this book essentially is like I guess you want to say Jumanji, the next Jumanji, right? Um, there's a group of kids, they get sucked into a uh, a D and D Dungeons and Dragons role playing game, and two years later they come out. There was six that went in, five come out, one's missing an arm. And then you're kind of like, oh, what the hell, you know, and then it's like 30 years later, they're in their 40s um, and something happens where they have to go back and they go back into the game. And it it's it's pretty intense. It's a it's a good, solid read. Um, if you enjoyed the, the second Jumanji movies with like a rock and all that, it's kind of like that based on that a little bit. But it's a little bit darker, a um, lot more twists. I guess you can say. What a twist. What a twist. Um, but yeah, that's a solid read, man. I, 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 you know, it's so fun when you come across like these, some of these stories when, like I said, you know, we all get stuck in a rut of watching the same damn streaming shows on Netflix and Hulu and Prime and all that shit. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've watched Park and Rex or, or The Office, you know, and it's just like, I love those stuff, but man, I just need something new, Which, something to get excited about. The Office, they have uh, two comic books now. Yeah, I saw that. I got the uh, 
the one that Pam did for uh, the Jim. of Jimmy Halpert, and then there was one. It looks like a uh, Walking Dead homage, and it has Dwight with the shotgun on front. Dude, you should seriously get the that one, the Pam one, The Adventures of Jim Halpert, and see if you can get it graded and give it to Raven as a present. That'll be her first official comic book. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, see, look, I'm thoughtful like that and shit like that. So that's what I do. I'm done. See, that's what I do. Anyway, uh, we wrapping this up, brother? Sure. Unless you got something else? No. Uh, We want to thank everybody who joined. Yeah, Yeah, you know, don't listen to our opinions about books. You guys give us opinions on books. You let us know what we should read. And we'll be like, oh, you guys are the greatest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait to sound three up. Yeah, fuck, fuck those people that listen. No, so if you guys, uh, I want to thank everybody for coming into the chat. Um, reach out to us on social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, Twitter. We are on Podbeam, iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, Spotify is not returning our calls like uh, a prom date in high school. Well, eventually they'll get back to us, hopefully. But we, uh, this is just kind of like a uh, umbrella of the Big Head podcast. These are just little side episodes of our quest in comics with Trey and myself. We will have a new episode of the Big Head podcast coming out next week. Definitely check us out, guys. We're starting to heat up. California's growing. All our out-of-state listeners is wonderful. We got big things coming in the new year. So I want to.